Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Harry Winks right to the last. And Ellie. And welcome to the last word on Spurs. I'm Richard Cracknell, ably deputising, ably he says, deputising for Ricky. Uh, yes, looking back to a fine evening in Europe. That all-white kit's out. Oh, magnificent. We love the all-white kit. Loving a bit of that. And looking back uh, on the game this evening versus Dynamo Zagreb. First up, we have the one... The only, the man with a full beard that I could never grow. That's yeah, giving you half a clue of what we talk about off air. It is Mr. Chris Cowlin. Chris, evening to you. Hello, Crackers. Doesn't it feel good to have five wins on the trot, four clean sheets, a perfect performance. Harry Kane's superb performance, two goals from him again in European football. Um, it was the perfect result. 2-0, perfect result for next week. Um, and, you know, we're going into that North London derby now on Sunday um, in perfect form and, uh, you know, something really to look forward to. Something to hang your hat on, as they say. Yeah, very much so. Very, very much so. Next up, joining us this evening. Let's see how that train's doing. Five games unbeaten. Ben Davis playing well. Got to be delighted. Please welcome Hush Silence for... The one and only Mr. Lee McQueen. Lee, how you doing? Crackers, how you doing? Evening, gents. Uh, evening, listeners. Uh, buzzing again, as uh, Mr. Cowlin said. Five wins on the spin. Another clean sheet. King Kane. I'm sure we'll get into that. Um, we march on. Happy days. Yeah, I'm delighted to be here. And um, cannot wait to get into it. It's uh, Jose out or... We, 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 there's nothing to moan about, really. We can't really say Jose out. We can't. What, what's going on here? Um, hopefully, it'll be the same on the, on Sunday as well, so uh, we can have uh, all the all the uh, mums out there can have a fantastic Mother's Day when we absolutely smash the Gooners from down the road. 
<laughs> the Josie Hokey Cokey. Oh, there's there's the show named right away. Good get involved, stuff. get involved. <laughs> <laughs> and joining us, lastly but not leastly, because we were the first into room, it is via the Daily Hotspur, the one and only Jamie B in the place to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very happy to be on again and after a really good result. And uh, as Chris said, perfect result um, for Spurs. 2-0 win, a clean sheet, no way goals conceded. So that was obviously perfect. Um, but I was really, really pleased with the performance again. I think it was just, you know, a number of times in Europe this season, I think we've made it hard for ourselves. And, you know, tonight they're, they're in the, you know, they're in the last round of 16 for a reason, this uh, Dynamo Zagreb. So, you know, they are a tough, they are potentially a tough team. And, you know, we could have quite easily made it difficult for ourselves. But I thought it was a really, really professional performance today. It was obviously a slightly rotated team. So that was nice. I think when we've seen a rotated team in the, in the competition before, you know, maybe they haven't quite gelled. But uh, I think it certainly helped having that quality of Harry Kane up front. And again, as the guys said, I'm sure we'll get on to absolutely incredible once again tonight. But yeah, really professional performance. I was really, really pleased with that. But I think the scoreline, you've got to say, is uh, really, really suits us with uh, no way goals conceded. Excellent stuff. OK, so we started this evening. Team lineup was Hugo Loris. OK, that's Loris, not Loris. I, hang on. Before I go any further, I'm going to take a quick straw poll amongst the guests here. Is he Loris or Loris? Chaps, uh, Lee? Loris. Loris. Hugo Loris. Loris. And he, and he calls himself Loris, so he should know his own name. So, uh, and Jamie? Yeah, no, it's def definitely Loris. I mean, I've got to be in French, so, you know. Do you go Loris? <laughs> <laughs> Aurier, Sanchez, Dyer, Davis, Sissoko, Undembele, Deli, Lamella, Son, and Kane. So it was a strong lineup. A little bit of a change, a change at the back there again, and few uh, few slope shoulders when uh, Sanchez and Dyer was uh, was read out or put out at seven pm uh, across social media. It was a few oh man, but good good uh, good solid um, performance from the chaps at the back, I thought, tonight. Didn't have too much to do. And uh, I'm going to start off, uh, Lee, I'll come to you first. Bit of special praise tonight for Ben Davies, who's who's been in the barrel a little bit and has had it a bit both barrels as well. And uh, But solid again tonight. And um, Glenn Oddle said in the post-match uh, analysis on BT, that his clearance was as good as a goal. I mean, he made a fantastic clearance uh, to take one off the um, Dargreb forward's head and put out for a corner. He but he was he was solid, wasn't he? He was great. Yeah, solid. I think uh, I, you know. To be honest, if I'm being really honest with uh, with you listeners, um, I I missed the first few minutes of the game. Um, and I never saw anything like. I mean, it was for like three minutes or whatever the game, and I never saw any threat at all. I apart from that situation that you just talked about. So I don't know if they had a couple of chances or whatever in the first couple of minutes or whatever um, at, at all. But other than that, yeah, it was a good, and it was as good as a goal because this is the thing about European football, right? This is the, you know, you have to keep your clean sheets at home. Keep your clean sheet at home, give yourself a chance to go away, score an away goal is gold. 
Um, I think it's a very, very good result tonight. I think we played well. I really like the way we're playing. I've been saying for a few weeks now, I want us to push up 15, 20 yards. I want us, I want our centre-backs messing about. If they're going to mess around with the ball, back and forth with each other, do it on the halfway line. Doing that really well. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's, it's a relief. It feels like, I know confidence is a massive thing and confidence now is flowing through the team, but it does feel like that the pressure has been relieved from our from our defensive unit, are you with me? Are you, you're nodding, boys, right? So you're with me. It's like, yeah, it's like somebody's opened the valve and just let it out a little bit, and they've just pushed up a little bit more, and they've just taken the the attacking players have taken the ease off the off off the defence, and it's and you can see it, like you can feel it, you can you can. Um, it's the flow in football. So, I mean, some of the football tonight, I mean, I don't think Zagreb are a bad side. I don't think they're, you know, they had some, lots of clean sheets by all accounts on the way, uh, on the on the run so far. Um, you know, they're top of their, uh, their, their respective league. You can only beat what's in front of you and all that sort of stuff. So, they're, they're not a bad side. Um, but they come to defend, didn't they? And and uh, and to kind of, hopefully, to nick a goal. But mm. I saw nothing of that. I mean, 12 shots tonight ourselves, five shots on target. Uh, 585 passes. That's again uh, an, another game uh, on a trot where we've passed the ball miles, m- miles more than the opposition. It's starting to suit us now. Got to get comfortable with that again. I mean, under Pochettino, we used to do this all the time. Uh, but obviously, under Mourinho, certainly the first, well, only up until probably a few weeks ago, you know, we were doing part in the bus. But the other stat, crackers, 68% possession, for, but for me, 87% passing accuracy again. Mm. I highlighted on it last, uh, last pod, 88%, 86%, now 87%. That's really good. That is, that is, that is high, uh, high percentage. So it feels like they were fizzing the ball in, and it suits us, doesn't it, crackers? We're fizzing the ball in, one-touch yeah. football. The only critique or the criticism I've got tonight is that in the first half, definitely we should have tested the goalkeeper more. And I know I've just said five shots on target, but the goalkeeper wasn't tested that often tonight. And and I think if we're all honest, they were there. I mean, Crouchy said it after the game. They were there for the taking. We could have scored four, probably should have. But look, 2 0 is a very good result. We will score away. And, and I think if I'm as soon as that, that goal goes in the back and let the tie is done. So. Um, onwards and upwards, mate. Yeah, absolutely. You think to yourself, you you really do back us next Thursday to get a goal, and then that's four they've got to get, isn't it? So definitely, uh, definitely. yeah, you, you you've really got to fancy that. Um, I'll come to you, Jamie, just to uh, spring off of what Lee said there and the point he made of that plan another 10, 15 yeah, yards right. up the pitch and letting a bit of air out the valve. Do you think that's uh, a tactical thing from Mourinho or is that because he's now got the players to be able to play that bit further up with Delhi and Bell coming in? Yeah, I've honestly, you've obviously got a more confident uh, Davinson Sanchez, which I think really helps. I mean, he's clearly a guy that Jose Mourinho trusts now and um, I certainly have my question marks over Sanchez. I mean, he would have been, along with Dyer, a guy that I would have dropped and probably not seen again for a long time, but... In fairness to Davinson Sanchez, he's, he's, he's come a long, a long way and that's allowed us to kind of step further up the pitch. And I think, you know, that is a, it's a great point from Lee. You really see that. And, and it, it's just, you know, I know a lot of people have been calling it for a long time, but it just does really help us a lot more. Um, you know, as, we, as we've established with a lot of the goals we were conceding and a lot of the mistakes we were conceding because we sat so deep and we allowed that pressure to come onto us. So, you know, by playing hard on the pitch, we're not putting that pressure on the defence and we just look a lot more solid 
Um, of course, having, you know, the attacking players of Gareth Bell coming back into form, Deli Ali, Lucas Moura, Eric Lamella, and then Harry Kane, of course, being the player that he always is. Um, having that sort of attacking talent, again, allows you to move further up the pitch. But I think having someone like Davinson Sanchez has, has massively helped us. I mean, he has stepped up big time. And uh, I think Jose Mourinho spoke about that, having a centre-half to be able to allow us to play half the pitch, and you can trust him now. So been really pleased with Davinson Sanchez's performances over the last couple of weeks. And... Um, yeah, I mean, we, we just look more, much more safe playing hard at the pitch and it's, it's really pleasing to see. It just suits us a lot more. Yeah, absolutely, it does. Chris, I'll come to you now. I'm just going to say two words to you and tell us all about him. Eric Lamella, who tonight was just, it was just magnificent. I thought he just absolutely run the show in the first half. Do you know, Eric Lamella has been a Tottenham Hotspur player since 2013. And if I'm completely honest, I think that he has had the best month as a, as a Tottenham player this, this, this past month. I really do. Um, you know, he's giving everything at the moment and uh, he, he's giving the quality that, that you know, we, we probably knew that he had, um, but he just didn't deliver. But tonight, I thought he was exceptional. You know, 64 minutes played. You know, will he be in the North London derby starting 11? You know, maybe so. Um, after the performances that he's had. Very unlucky not to score um, that goal, but of course, Harry Kane was there to to put it in. But mm. yeah, very, very impressed with him at the moment. You know, he's always tackling. Um, you know, he's very focused. And, uh, you know, going forward now, we've always criticised him on his decision-making, but that seems to have improved as well. Um, but I don't think that it's just all about Eric Lamella. I think that a number of players individually stepped up today. Um, I thought Ben Davis, as you said, Crackers, was very mm. good. I thought that um, Serge Aurier putting cross into the box, you know, in the first half and, of course, uh, made Harry Kane's second goal as well with that superb, um, you know, first-time pass in, in the box. Um, Tonguion Dombele, I thought, was superb as well. Um, you know, he spent a lot of time on the uh, on the floor because Zagreb clearly targeted him, targeted him um, you know, because he's such a great player and he's so fast. And, uh, you know, Harry Kane, absolutely superb performance, you know, all, mm. an all-round performance from him. You know, that first goal, I know we'll probably talk about it, but that first goal, you know, creator of the goal, finisher of the goal, um, is just unbelievable. I just don't know what else all of us can say about Harry Kane because, you know, it's all been said. And the, the guy just gets better and better and better every single week. And that's why, and I'm going to mention the word trophies now, that's why we need trophies because... Players like this, players like Harry Kane, giving his all week in, week out and delivering week in, week out like he does. You know, please, you know, let's pray and, uh, you know, and, and hope that we are going to end up with at least one trophy at the end of this season because players like this really deserve it. But overall, I thought that Jose Mourinho managed the game extremely well. You know, yeah. I know, and I know there were some disappointed people, you know, about the uh, starting lineup, but I thought it was a very strong starting eleven. You know, I normally come on this show when uh, you know we play cup games and a lot of the Europa League games uh, that we've covered, and, I, and and I've always said that it's about players taking opportunities. And I think that at the moment, you know, in these last five games where we've had five wins out of five, these players are starting to take their opportunities. Gareth Bale's come good, Lucas Moura is coming good, Eric Lamella is coming good. You know, you you name me a time where um, where we've seen all of these players coming good at the the right time, and it's all happening, and 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 it's great because. You, know, you talk about the, the back end of the season, the business end of the season of getting results, getting results, you know, getting them over the line. You know, we've got a cup final to look forward to. You know, we're, we're going well in the Europa League. And then, of course, we're, we're now 
trying to finish in the top four as well. You know, a very important game coming up as well. Games are coming thick and fast, um, but everyone is, is playing now at the right time and delivering, and that is the most important thing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I'm not sure about, uh, well, certainly not Jamie. I don't know about you, Chris. I uh, don't know about you, Lee, but 84, Lee, you, you remember 84 and, and the win in the UEFA Cup? No, no, just me. no. I was 87 was the first time I, I remember Cup final and that was when I became a Spurs fan. So I was in 84, I was seven. All right, listen, well, listen up, kids. Let me let me assure you, and I did put this on Twitter earlier, it was a fantastic run and a fantastic night. Yes, I know it was at our ground when we won it, our own ground, and I know the penalties and everything, but it was it was just magnificent. It was electric, it was it felt you know, I've seen us win the cup in 81, the FA Cup 82. But that in 84, there was just something very, very, very special about it. There's, there's this real prestige with Europe. Now, you can call it Europa and everything else. It's the UEFA Cup. And I'm telling you, it is absolutely fantastic. So please, please, please don't diss it. If we get to that final, trust me, you will be absolutely falling over yourself with excitement for it. Cracker, you're feeling like we're going to go all the way. Yeah, do you know what? I've, I've, I am. I, I, I absolutely am. There just seems to be this little, I don't know, there's just a little something there. There's a, a spark, a little magic. Like, Yeah, there, there is. There, there's something in there. You can't quite tangibly express it or say what it is, but there's just this real feel in the air. And, I don't know, there just seems to be these shades of 84 as well. I, I don't know. It's Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I've got that buzz for it. I, I really have. So if you offer me either or either the League Cup or the, or this UEFA Cup, I take the UEFA Cup all day long, not because it gets you into the Champions League or anything like that. Just It's just a great, great cup to win. It, it really a nice is. Nice trophy as well, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's, it's actually a nice no, I know it's funny, isn't it? But like, no, our, our cabinet's so bare. Oh, you know every I mean? trophy looks nice to us now, it, to be exactly. Balanced, exactly, that's what I was going to say. But no, it is actually a really nice trophy. I don't know why I, I'm really enjoying this Europa League, the mm. UEFA Cup run. I, I am enjoying it, you know. We, we, we um. We were having a chat on the WhatsApp group, weren't we, lads, earlier in the week about kind of just reminiscing of whatever in the Ajax game and how emotional it was and how amazing it was and all that sort of stuff. And I just don't think that I can, I can get that emotional about winning the Carabao Cup. I mean, it depends on how, how you go about winning it, I suppose. But, you know, if we're like 3-0 down in, uh, you know, in the first half and then we come back and win it 4-3, then you probably get emotional about it, right? But, but you know, the Carabao Cup and... I think you make a good point, Chris, that, um, you know, we do need to win trophies and stuff for, for our big players, especially like with Kane who works his socks off. But, you know, I also do think you're right that trophies are coming. Like, I, do, I generally do, think do, they are. Do you know, Lee, you will be emotional. When we when we lift that next trophy, no matter what trophy it is, no matter who we're playing, you will feel it. You will definitely feel it. And let me, let me just say as well that Dynamo Zagreb, you said about the opposition that we were playing tonight. You know, they are a very decent team. They've won every single Croatian... Uh, league, all but one um, since 2005-2006. You know, Croatian football, you know, is, is, is not, 
absolutely rubbish. It's, it's quality football, and they've won the title every season, but one since that date. So, you know, we were playing good opposition tonight, and I think yeah, that, yeah, yeah. you know, credit where credit is due, because the, the, the run that we had, that very, very poor run in the Premier League, to now turn it around, you know, I know a lot of people will say, yeah, but it was only Fulham. Yeah, it was only Burnley. Well, look at the other Premier League teams against these teams. You know, we've grinded these results out and we've got this run going. You know, the momentum is there and, uh, you know, people are believing again. And that's that's great to see. Yeah, very, very much so. And just to pick up another stat with Zagreb as well. They went through their league stage of this Europa and only uh, conceded one goal. And after yeah, and that was in the 70s. Minutes, yeah, yeah. At the end of the last yeah. game, and they were 3-0 up. I mean, it's, yeah, so they're, they're no mugs, as they say. So, yeah, and that's, I, 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 my reference earlier to them when I said about, you know, you can only beat what's in front of you. I didn't mean that against, for, for us versus them. I meant them in their league. Do you know what I mean? Because there must be some dross in the in the in their league. Do you know what I mean? So when they're top of their league, so what? But you know, but actually, like you say, you know, you 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 can only beat what's in front of you, and they've won their league what like forever, like as you've just said. So look, they're no mugs. And look, and let's be honest about it as well. It is half time. It's not you know, it isn't a full time scenario. We go over there. They get us on the back foot. We start parking a few buses. Boop, boop, boop. Starts coming back in. <laughs> Next thing you know, um, you know, you're one nil down and this says game on, isn't it? So, you know, I, I'm sure we'll be wary of that. But we've got more than enough. I mean, the more more than enough to, to turn that around. I think it was job done tonight. Go on, go on Jamie. Bit of job done. It was job done tonight. And we, uh, we, we look at North London Derby or, you know, plan the, 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 the North London, South London Derby, whatever it is nowadays. <laughs> Jamie, we uh, spoke briefly about that that first goal and Harry Kane. And listen, when you've got a player like that, you do speak about him every show. But it's ridiculous. He does just get better and better and better every. I mean, today he's, he's start. How can you start the goal and finish it? It's just like mm. who does that? Well, Harry Kane, obviously, <laughs> but you know. It's just nobody else doing this in football at the moment, is it? No, absolutely. And um, do you know what? I still feel as though Harry Kane is underrated. You know, I still feel, I, I see, still see people kind of comparing him to like Bruno Fernandes and maybe other players in the Premier League. And of course, they're doing very well. But Harry Kane is the most complete player in world football now. Of course, you know, you compare him to other players in the world, Lewandowski. I think you could argue, yeah, maybe Lewandowski, out and out striker, potentially is a better player. If you look at Harry Kane's all-round play and what he contributes to the team, there is no one better than him in, in world football. Um, going offensively, he is the best in the world at the moment. And I think, you know, he, he's. you look at kind of, you know, we're in March now, mid-March, and I think he is for sure a contender for the Ballon d'Or, which is, just shows you how good he is playing. I mean, this season he's played 37 games and he's been in, directly involved in 42 goals. And that's just an incredible stat. Um, so... He, he does keep getting better and um, I mean just his all-round play is just incredible and it, it does you know every time he kind of does it he just looks as though he keeps getting better and tonight I think he had a number of very clever finishes you know maybe the first one he was in the right place as you said he started the goal um, and then the second one was a, was a really nice finish it was just a you know a guy who is just in such you know is so confident at the moment um, and it's just you know he, he is he is one of the best strikers in the world one of the best players in the world so fantastic performance again from him tonight. Yeah, it was a real. He he just knows where to be, doesn't he? For like the ball comes off the post and it just falls to him beautifully, doesn't it? To put us one nil up, which was which was great. Um, 
So Spurs currently played the most games in Europe, the top five leagues, I think it is. We've played more games than anyone. Potentially, Lee, we've got another 18 games. Well, we have got another 18 games, not potentially. If we make... If and yeah. when we make the yeah, final. Yeah, when, when, we, when we play them all. When we, yeah. when we make the Europa League final, because <laughs> trophies are coming. They definitely are. It's, it's the, have we it's got it in the tank? One, have we got mm. it in the tank to, to be able to do another 18 games? That's a lot of minutes, isn't it? Do you, do you know what? It, do you know what? I, I'm trying to use another sports analogy because I can't use a football analogy because we're talking about football. It's almost like athletics right you know it's almost like you know a, a marathon if you like you know easy to say it's a marathon not a sprint but you know Jamie Jamie your uh your uh, ears pricked up then when I started talking about running athletics but it's about pacing yourself out isn't it do you know what I mean you can't go too early if you go too early then ultimately you're going to run out of steam um or you know maybe you've gone off like a train and maybe we're just having a bit of a rest in you know in that in that December that January February period where we dropped off and we've dropped off too much but feels like we've got a bit of a second win now. It does feel like that the momentum is behind us. Mm. It feels like that, you know, like we said before, we're pushing up a bit more. We're playing more on the front foot. We're definitely playing football like we was when we got to the top of the league, like before um, before the West Ham 3-3 situation. feels definitely like we're, we're playing again. Bale uh, firing on all cylinders. I mean, even when he come on that bloody ball, absolutely outstanding. Standing cross from his left foot. I mean, he literally looked up and said, have some of that. And to be fair, Berger should have stuck it in the back of the net. So it, it, I, I think, yes, Crackers, I think we're, I think we're coming to the, obviously we're coming to the business end of the season, sorry. And I think we're hitting form at the right time. That's five wins on the bounce. And we all know, if you don't, if you've forgotten this because of the doom and gloom uh, um, people, we actually went 12 games unbeaten after we lost the Everton game. Um, which got us to the top of the league in the first place. So, you know, we want another run. You know, when we say, oh, can we ever run? Well, we're on it. It's on it. It's happening right now, right? The train is on, the run is on. Woo! Here we go. And and I'm just looking at, you know, some of the fixtures that we've got coming up. And it's an absolutely monumental game on Sunday. Of course it is. Like, it's the biggest fixture in, in, in Tottenham and Arsenal. We know that. Everyone always looks at this damn fixture. I, I can't stand it personally. Uh, absolutely can't stand it. But, and we haven't won there for, you know, since 2010. Um, I was actually in Antigua uh, that day, just, uh, you know, as you are. Um, and Kabul, uh, with that bullet header, fin- finished it off. It was a looping header, wasn't it, actually? Not a bullet header. Um, when we won 3-2. So that has to change. We have to go there and change uh, recent history um, to get a win there. But we can do it. And I think we're in the momentum. And I, I do think the worry that I've got, Crackers, is we have got some good momentum. And we had some good momentum when we played Liverpool. And I remember, Chris, you said when we come on, we have to beat Liverpool. We have to beat Liverpool before... And we didn't. And that really knocked the wind out of our sails. And we just couldn't do anything since that, that Liverpool game, the first one I'm talking about. And that's what my worry is, is that, that we're fragile in a sense of we go into the North London derby and we get beat, which is a possibility, right? Let's be honest about it. You know, they are playing some decent stuff now. I know they've had a bit of a shocker at the beginning of the season and whatever, but they're playing some decent stuff. Um, and if we get beaten by them then will that knock the wind out of ourselves? That would be my worry. But if we beat them, 
or when I'm not sure I'm that confident to be fair. So if we beat them, <laughs> I I actually think I actually think this is it. I think I think we'll go on a massive one. And you know, confidence, you know, winning games breeds winning games, and confidence. And you know, I, I've got. I mean, I will talk about the Arsenal game probably, obviously, a little bit later in the show. But mm. I've got a sneaky feeling, thanks, thanks, about to happen and explode to us. I, I, I also I just I thought the running analogy. I mean, obviously, I'm gonna have to talk about that. Of course, of course. I thought it was it was a really good. Uh, I think it was a really good point, and I think you know I've never run a marathon, but I know from lots of people that I've spoken to, one of the stages is. I have. That... Oh, okay. There you go. I mean, well, I know one of the stages. I've eaten a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> I've eaten a few marathons. <laughs> oh. Tell me about the stage, Jamie. I'll sit in and we'll tell you if it's the right thing. Where I know no, it's just. Uh, I think you come into kind of the last kilometers or so, and then um, you kind of get that that high just before you're about to to hit the line. And I think that Spurs maybe have that now because we've got that. Um, you know, we're really getting that boost from players coming back into form and contributing now, and, that, and that's really bit that's really helped us. I think. Um, you know, you have to see Lucas Moura contributing. I mean, the biggest lift of all is Gareth Bale. I mean, I think Anthony made a great point on a couple of shows ago, frustrating that he's not contributed to a, the first half of the season. But now, you know, he's now fresh and he's obviously not played a lot of football. So he is going to be, you know, he's going to be really peaking now. So It's not a coincidence, is it, Jamie, that, that mm. you know, we've won, we've won, what, five on the bounce now, six sure. out of seven, and Gareth Bale's hit form. I think, you know, during that period, it can't be a coincidence. You know, the lift that he's given everyone around, you know, the defenders now that he's walking on with his chest puffed out high yeah. and the defenders on the opposition are going, oh, hello, we've got Gareth Bale back here. It, that, it make, I'm sure it's got to make a difference, isn't it? If you're a defender, Crackers, Jamie or Chris or listeners, right? If you're a defender and you see Gareth Bale, who's just stuck two in the week before and a couple of assists and he's doing that and he comes on the pitch and then you've got to face Son all day and you've got to face Kane all day, that's got to have an effect, isn't it, guys? Yeah. You've got to be Massive, thinking, in my word. Yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. be, be filling me pants if I was up against Bow and I saw him do that cross on the outside of his left foot. <laughs> you'd look at that and you'd just go, no, no, you're all right, mate. Go on, you, you carry on. Like, Off you go, I son. Mean, it's just, it was, I mean, I know it come to nothing. Bergie never put it away, but it was just ridiculous. Ridiculous skill. It's like how? How do you do that? How have you crossed the I ball think, with with your foot shaped like that? It's just but nuts. Bergie had his hand up, didn't he? Bergie's got he's got his hand up, so he passes me. And it was such a good ball. I don't think he was expecting it, type thing. I don't think he thought that Bale could actually do that. No. Did you get what I mean? It was almost like surprised him, and it, it, it comes too quickly for him because he should have buried that. That for sure. I mean, that that just what separates Gareth Bale. He can produce moments like that, and you know, I don't think anyone else on the pitch can produce that. Maybe Harry Kane will do it at times, but he's a guy who kind of is able to dictate play, who's able to win a game by himself, and and just produce those sort of moments. And um, look, I, I think it's so exciting to have those two. I mean, obviously, we've had a really just been through a really difficult period now, but you've got to say. You've got to be really excited for the weekend and, and just just games in general now. I think we're all just really excited to see Harry Kane and and um, and Bale combining now. It's really exciting. And, and the thing and the thing is as well, it was just seconds. He was only on the pitch for seconds, yeah. and he produces a cross like that. And and that is what we have been missing in the last couple of years. You know, game changers coming off the bench. And when you've got that sort of quality, you know, and, and like I said earlier, the, the the players coming into form now: Lucas Moura, um, Lamella. Um, you know, there's a whole host of players now coming into form at just the right time. And Jose Mourinho has got a real headache and a, a fantastic headache to have of who he's going to choose for that next game. But, you know, fantastic options. 
Well, it was, yeah, it's it's the much. energy as well, isn't it? Oh, so, sorry, Craig, I was going to say, it's the energy as well. I mean, we always know that Lucas has got energy, um, but sometimes he doesn't use it in that way. But fighting, getting that ball back and being like a little Yorkshire terror around your legs and getting it, nipping it back like he did for the... Uh, for the, you know, <laughs> I know you're laughing at me, crackers, but do you know what I mean? He is a bit like that, isn't he? And he, you know, he won the ball back for the um, for the goal the other uh, for the other day uh, against Palace, and and he and there's more of that energy. I thought Lamella tonight was outstanding. I totally agree with. Him. I thought yeah. it was brilliant. I think it's his best game in the Spurs shirt this season. Um, and the only thing that I would say about Lamella, and I've always said this, and you know, he's a bit crazy, isn't he? a bit like crazy legs or whatever. But he's, he, but it's his decision making. And even answered on the WhatsApp, didn't he? He thought, oh, no, he's blown that when he hit the post. But but it was a fantastic run. And he had a bit of a cameo. The other, I can't remember which game it was. Was it the Fulham game or maybe the Palace game where he's doing rollovers in the uh, in, in the box? It was Lamella, wasn't it? I think it was, it was, against, it was against Palace when he comes yeah, and suddenly he's doing yeah. rollovers in the box and stuff. And you're thinking, here we go, fella. Get the Rabona out. <laughs> <laughs> My dream now is to see Eric Lamella in Argentina strictly come dancing because he's winning that all day long, isn't he? He's like, he is proper <laughs> snake hips. Dancing the rumba. Eric Lamella and his partner. It's just like, he'd be superb, wouldn't he? You could, once, once all this COVID nonsense is over with, the Christmas party... He's helicoptering on the dance floor, and he's pulling all the break dance moves. You know he's doing it. He's crazy legs. He's proper. And then, and then, and then he gets injured. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> dislocates an ankle or something. Yeah, yeah he's, you know he's, it, he's out for four weeks. Joe says he's not happy. <laughs> all right, listen, we're going to take a short break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back to talk about that second crucial goal. Uh, Undumbele getting kicked to bits, amongst other things, and Jose's post-game comments. Uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be back very soon. Phoenix 51 is a powerful employee technology, enabling organizations to make data-driven decisions at every stage of the employee journey, from hiring through benchmarking and development too. The platform provides detailed analytics on the most important asset in your business, your people enabling organizations not only to make the correct hiring decisions but also how to benchmark train and retain them phoenix 51 powering your people decisions through every part of the employee journey and we're back last word on spurs and uh, of course i'm contractually obliged to uh, tell you that we're across all the social medias on the twitters on the uh, face tube uh, on the uh, clubhouse. Um, what else are we on? MySpace, uh, what, Friends Reunited. What's the normal ones I've, I've mentioned? Uh, Reddit, uh, Mumsnet. Oh, yeah, we're on Mumsnet now. Yeah. Mumsnet, Ricky's, mate, yeah. Ricky's often on Mumsnet, yeah, getting some some knitting advice and bits and pieces like that and uh, <laughs> what's on offer at Sainsbury's and everything. Yeah, check him out. He's good, you know. He's got all the offers, so... Uh, Instagram are on there as well. All of them. Across all of them. So, uh, yes, there you go. Check it out, kids. All right. So, anyway, second half comes along. And, um, listen, that penalty decision. Now, I liked the ref this evening. He was letting quite a lot run. There was a few tackles 
But when you get games in Europe, they're normally like, oh, the ref blows up, the ref blows up, and you think to yourself, oh, come on, guy. Like, you know, you've got to let a few go here. This ref tonight was, but in the end, he just ended up letting too much go. And especially with Ondembele, who just seemed to get kicked to bits. And that, the penalty decision in the second half, um, Jamie, I'll come to you. That's a penalty day long, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, I thought um, Ondombele had a strange game. I think, you know, there was times when he did really well when he kind of was able to really drive at them. And uh, of course, for that penalty, I thought he showed fantastic footwork and, um, you know, completely left the defender flat foot in. And then, yeah, he does take him out. And it's a bizarre decision because I think they said on, on the commentary, it didn't even go to VAR. So a bizarre decision because it, I think it was very clearly a penalty, but fantastic work from Ondombele to get into that position. But yeah, I mean, look, they kicked lumps of that out of us tonight, really. You know, there was a number of times when they were just, uh, you know, fouling us and Ndombele. I mean, my word, how many times he got kicked tonight was uh, was incredible. But, um, no, again, it was for sure it was a penalty. And just, again, another weird decision from VAR um, not to even review it. So I just don't even, I just don't even get VAR anymore. It's just bizarre. Chris, I'll, I'll come to you. Uh, Zagreb soon stopped their kicking when Hoiberg came on, didn't they? Didn't seem they did. want to give him a kick, did they? <laughs> exactly. That's just the sort of person you want on for protection, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but Undembele, un they 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 just kicked lumps out of him tonight. They every time they couldn't stop him, he was getting smashed about all over the place. It was just uh, it weren't it weren't great to see, but. Again, he's another warrior, isn't he, Undembele? And, uh, I mean, he, he limped off, but Jose said after the game, I'm sure that he will be OK for Sunday. And I think we're all open and praying that's the case. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they clearly targeted him. Um, they know what a fantastic player he is. And you saw tonight, you know, quick feet and, uh, you know, really getting stuck in. And when you think back, and I've said this before, when you think back of his first season, last season at Spurs, you know, the turnaround is just incredible. It's like having a brand new player. It really is. But going back to that penalty, you know, how on earth can that not go to VAR? It's just madness. And, and that's why VAR is just so frustrating because it's so inconsistent. You know, you, it, it's a clear and obvious, um, you know, decision that, that he didn't make any contact with the ball. And, you know, that should have been a penalty. It's, it's, it's madness. But, um, yeah, very impressed with uh, Tongi on Dombele tonight. And, uh, you know, hopefully that he will be back in the uh, the starting eleven on Sunday because uh, that's what's so impressive about him now. He's one of the first players on the uh, on, on, on the team sheet for Jose Mourinho. And, uh, you know, let's hope that he can help us uh, deliver a trophy at the end of the season as well. They're coming, Chris. They are coming. You know that. I keep talking about <laughs> it. It must come on. It's got to happen. I, I, I'm fed up with talking about trophies. I just want to be seeing it. I'll, I'll go and polish it if that's what, you know, I'll, I'll do anything to get a trophy at this club. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Lee, uh, talking of Undembele there, the man could barely walk, yet he puts a ball over the top into Kane for that second goal. And um, it was a real crucial time as well because we got to sort of 69 minutes, still only 1-0, and you think to yourself, well, we really need at least another one. And uh, Undembele, as I said, puts a great ball over the top. And there's that man again, Harry Kane and uh, Cheeky Nuts, everything, didn't he? It was a real proper striker's goal. Keeper can't do anything about that, can he? It, 
it almost happened in slow motion. Did anyone else feel that mm. when when he when he scored? It was he had so much. People say um, best players always have like feels like they have so much time or whatever. And I even saw we even saw that tonight in the the goal. He he knew exactly what he was doing. And then like you say, nuts straight through bang. Um, I mean the guy. I can't I can't talk about him anymore. He's just unbelievable. Um, best best striker in the world. You know, no doubt about it. Um, and l- like I said here before, if if he's not being talked about in not 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 just being talked about, but really going to go after you know players, player or you know pl- writers, player, whatever. If they're going to go down these 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 Gundawings and bloody Fernandez, and they're not even talking about Kane, you got something wrong with you lot. If you're listening to this, because he, this geezer is is the best in the league. No no doubt about it. Um, for, from that perspective, um, and Dembele, man, he got some kicks tonight, didn't he? To be fair to him, and it is an absolute stonewall penalty. I'm not even not. I, I want to take my Tottenham half, but come on, the the fellas kicked his leg, literally blocked him off, kicked his leg. I mean, what else do you want to do? And it's like an absolute stonewall penalty. Um, and uh, I don't understand the VAR. I, like like Chris said, I just you know, if that's not a clear and obvious error to be looked at. Then I'm not. I'm not sure what game that we were watching. I think you know. At the end of the day, VAR is here to stay, isn't it? Um, and uh, which you know, for, for for line decisions and stuff, I, I get it. It's just again that was so subjective. That that was a subject. It's nothing to do with VAR, was it? It's subjective bloke or woman or whatever behind the cameras of the VAR saying to the ref, "Yeah, you don't worry, fella. You don't need to check that." I mean, what? Bizarre, you don't need to check it because it's a freaking stonewall penalty. It's so, bizarre. but again, subjective. Don't, don't just, really understand it. We're just getting the same amount of like odd decisions, not bad decisions, but like it's it's no different to when we had a ref and ref was missing some something. Well, and, yeah, it's spot on. It's exactly what I was getting. You took words out of my mouth there. It's exactly what I was going to say. No the ref on the pitch didn't give it. What, what was the difference? Like, there was no difference there than the ref not giving it, you know, back in the day. And then we could just all go down a pub. Remember when Remember you can go down to pubs? Oh, you know, like that was back in the day as well. And we'd all go down a pub and we'd talk about that ref had a shocker. Well, now we're just talking about it. VAR had a shocker. It's just the same thing. It's just like a different, <laughs> it's in a different location. Same thing, isn't it? Different, different day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, towards the end of the game, Vinicius uh, came on for uh, Harry Kane. And uh, Jamie... Um, Mourinho in his uh, post-match comments was talking about Vinicius now I don't know how much is in this if he means it or not but he was like he was saying oh, I'm so delighted with Vinicius and, and what he's doing and I'm thinking to myself really like because uh, uh, I've not just not seen enough so I mean, he must be tearing it up in training or something. But <laughs> I mean, but Mourinho said it with such conviction. It, it didn't sort of seem to be just you know puffing him up for puffing up sake. He seemed to genuinely like really like what he's doing. But again, just not just not seen enough. Yeah, well, I mean, nothing like a professional in training. I mean, look, he's not getting a lot of opportunities at the moment. And of course, that'd be frustrating for a player. So obviously, he's you know behind the scenes, he's obviously behaving very well. Um, training really hard and just waiting for his opportunities. But unfortunately, you know, you just don't see where these opportunities come from at the moment. You know, tonight, I wouldn't have trusted him to come into the lineup and maybe to replace Harry Kane. I wanted to see Bale and Son rested, but 
Um, you know, would you have trusted Vinicius to come into the team? I mean, me personally, I wouldn't have because I, I, I think when you've seen him maybe given this opportunity, now I think as well, you do need a run of games in the team to just be thrown mm. when, like he was against Chelsea. I think it's a bit harsh, but, you know, you can't trust him in a big game like this. And, and I think that's kind of the problem. So it's certainly a frustration that you can't trust him to come in and maybe give a players a rest, but... You know, maybe he is, maybe he is, you know, behaving very well, as I say, behaving well in training, behaving well um, behind the scenes. So, you know, I think he's obviously a player that Jose Mourinho will like in terms of attitude. But, yeah, in terms of his actual uh, ability, um, I think it's probably leaves a lot to be desired in Venice. Yeah, very, very much so. Uh, Chris, uh, moving on to just next Thursday, but I'm sure that in the next show, Sunday night, it'll be looked at in the in the previews. But... Um, have we done enough to be able to maybe rest a couple of players again next Thursday or have we got to go strong and make sure that we get this job done? Well, like us crackers, I think that we do have enough quality in the squad. You know, we've virtually got two teams um, and, and, and even playing the, the players that don't play week in, week out in Premier League football. I think that we've got more than enough. But yes, in answer to your question, I think we have done enough tonight. Um I predicted 2-0. I thought that we would keep a clean sheet and I hoped that we'd score a couple of goals. And I thought that, you know, if we won 2-0 tonight, then next week, um, you know, virtually we've, we've got the job done. I think it was, like I said, at the very start of the show, I think that 2-0 scoreline is the perfect scoreline to, to go to Croatia next week. Um, resting players like Harry Kane and Hunmin Son, I think uh, it would be a great idea because, you know, games are coming thick and fast. Every few days we're playing. Of course, we've got the North London derby on Sunday. Then, of course, going to Croatia next week. And then we've got Aston Villa away. You know, these are games, you know, if we're going to put, push for that top four spot, I know it's going to be difficult in getting that top four spot. But, you know, we've got to believe, we've got to, um, you know, focus on every single game, um, the Premier League games. And, and if you feel like you've got the job done tonight, you know, perhaps Jose can rest a, a few players next week. I've no doubt that he will take, um, you know, a very strong mm. squad. But... Like I said earlier, I think that Jose managed the game tonight very, very well. I thought I thought that he played, put a very good team out and he used the experienced players from the bench when he needed to. And I thought that that was really good managing from him. You know, a lot of us in, in recent months, you know, when we went through a very poor run, Jose got a lot of stick. Um, but I think that it's about crediting Jose Mourinho tonight with his experience, you know, in this competition particularly. You know, he's been in this competition twice. You know, he's targeting this trophy and... Uh, you know, let's hope that we can go on and do it. But, you know, we've got to rest players every now and then. You know, players can't play in every single game because the sports science science guys have a lot to, to um, you know, do with that as well. And uh, Jose knows how he can use players and, and he knows, you know, where he can use them and, and when he can't. I think I think that's also the big thing, though. Um, I think Spurs can rotate now and remain strong. I mean, look, tonight we brought in Deli Ali and, and Eric Tomella and, you know, they're two players that are performing really well at the moment. Of course, you've got Lucas Moura on the bench. You've got Steven Bergwijn, obviously not in the best form, but a guy who has a lot of talent. You had Gareth Bale on the bench. So I think Spurs can rotate now and still and still remain a, a very strong team. So I think as much as there was a lot of talk, maybe when we were in this sort of crisis period of, uh, you know, is our, strong, uh, is our squad strong enough? Well, I think right now with everyone stepping up and, and likes of Eric Tomella and Ali being able to come in, it just shows you Spurs can rotate and remain uh, strong enough to, to kind of get this job done. I can't believe that's become my saying, but yes, there we go. <laughs> so, uh, just uh, before we finish and uh, take another break, Lee, 
uh, Delhi this evening. A little bit quieter tonight. Not not his normal Delhi self, and uh, he looked a little bit a little bit off when he when he came off. But maybe just disappointed with his performance, but not not a classic Delhi uh, performance this evening, was it? Um... Maybe. I mean, I, I'm. I still think he's getting getting back up to up to speed. Um, yeah, he hasn't played a lot of games, has he? And I think that it was quite congested in there. I mean, they've they've come in and done a burn, didn't they tonight? You know, yeah. stuck a load of people behind. A, no, no offense, Sean Dyche actually, because I really like what he's doing down up at Burnley. But you know, they they come, they did part of the bus. They, they two banks of four, and then you know, um, uh, you know, and then the other fella dropped in, so it ended up being a five. And in the second half, it was five at the back, so they're five and four. So I, I just think that I just think there wasn't that much space where Delhi normally operates. He, he's brilliant at finding that space, um, and it was quite congested in there. So. Uh, maybe um, for me, it was a good game for him. Sixty-three minutes or something like that was it? Seventy minutes that he yeah, got into yeah. his, uh, into more of his legs. Um, I'm, you know, this guy for me is is a is a star, um, and uh, and I think that there's something in there. I'm not sure his start on on the on the weekend, um, but I think that that was a good bit of management. Again, I think I think he's managed the team pretty well, like the rotation in team of bringing the people back in now. When he was, you know, Delhi was an outcast and all that sort of stuff, and he's not getting the side and this, that, and the other. Uh, but now he's he's getting enough minutes, and it's almost like you can see it. he's he's got it, he's got it there. I think it's coming. I mean, he's he scored over a kick the other week, didn't he? So it's not as if he's uh, yeah. he hasn't, we haven't already seen it, but I just think maybe it's a, that that kind of that game management piece of getting him in. And Lucas has been playing really well in that kind of position as well, isn't it? So. Go on, James. What were you going to say? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it's a great point. I think you've got to give him a lot of credit. Jeez, I'm making a lot of good points tonight here, Jamie, aren't I? I know, sorry, That's about the third one you've agreed with. I'm sorry. I keep having to jump in. No, I think um, I, I do agree. Um, I think, you know, we've seen that with a number of players now where he's managed them really well. I mean, look at the way he's managed Gareth Bale back into form. Um, you know, a lot of us kind of thought at the start of the season, why is he not playing? Well, now we've seen, of course, he, he didn't play a lot of football last year, but he's really built his fitness up now and he's in a really good place. And as I said, he's come into form just when we need him. Um, and then, of course, he's doing the same with Dele Alli at the moment. Ndombele was another player that we all thought, what's going on here with Ndombele? But again, you know, he's a guy that just came over from France, very young, adapting to a new league and needed to be managed. And um, I think Mourinho's now made him into a player where we can totally rely on Tongi Ndombele. So you've got to say... You know, totally trust Jose with the way he's managing the players at the moment and building them back up. And uh, with Deli Ali, he's definitely kind of in that period at the moment. Yes, maybe it wasn't the best Deli Ali performance tonight, but I think it's you know there's definitely signs there that he's kind of getting back up to speed. And uh, I'm sure in a couple of weeks' time we'll see a Deli Ali that's uh, that's really firing like he used to be. Excellent stuff. It's um, listen, we, we, you know, we we go in on a lot of people and on a lot of personnel. At Tottenham, when it's when it's not good, so it's only fair that they get the praise when they have been. And I think the fact that this evening we haven't talked about Eric Dyer and we haven't talked about Serge Aurier, but uh, so which is kind of a good thing in a way because we're not sort of saying, "Oh, he done this and then he done that wrong," and you know, so fair play to them too as well this evening. I think we've. 
I think it's a good shout. I think with Serge, I, I actually enjoyed again. I enjoyed him pushing right up. He's, he's some really good crosses. He fizzed an unbelievable crossing that mm. I couldn't believe no one was there just to like just put that in the back of the net. Yeah. Um, and then he beat his man a couple of times. Got some decent crosses in. Um, you know, so so he was there. And, and also as well, just checking the blue book. Although it seems like you lot have been sharing the blue book around. You know, it must be a virtual blue book going on tonight. Um. <laughs> But Davinson Sanchez as well. I know we like we spoke about him, you know, a, a little bit earlier. But he's now started four games on the trot, and 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 actually, them four games, obviously, we've all won. We've won all of them. Is is that a coincidence? I mean, you know, yes, we talked about at the beginning of the show pushing 15, 20 yards up the pitch. But is it a coincidence that we've won all the games that Davinson's been playing? Uh, Chris, you're shaking your head, saying no, it's not a coincidence, or Davinson's rubbish. What are you what are you saying there? Well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're saying, buddy. It, it, it's funny how Cracker says we, we, we haven't mentioned Serge Aurier or Eric Dyer. Um, you know, I thought Serge Aurier had done pretty well tonight, you know, like yeah, you said, too. Lee, good, you know, good, putting good. crosses in and, you know, going forward, um, looking good. Um, Eric Dyer, it's funny, we haven't mentioned Eric Dyer, but would any one of us four want him in the starting lineup on Sunday? No. No. Although although he exactly, did score, yeah. although yeah, he did score cracking header, didn't he? He did score cracking header a few years ago at uh, at the Emirates. Well, we end up losing four two clearly, but he did uh, he did score cracking header, and he and he does you know he is he does get the North London derby. But I don't know. I mean, like I said with Sanchez, I think I I personally think Sanchez and Toby Alderweireld are are, yeah. are, are the centre backs. I mean, it, I feel for Joe. It, it's it's he funny can't play because can he? Glenn, Glenn Hoddle before the game said Davinson Sanchez is a work in progress. And you're thinking, well, when when is the work in progress going to become, you know, fine art? I, um, I, I think it's a, um, yeah, no, I do agree. I mean, obviously it is, fr- it is frustrating. He's been there a long time, but uh, I mean, he is still only 24 in fairness to him. Um, so I, I, I do agree. I mean, he has been here a long time, but he, do, he is shown signs that he is improving. I mean, he, he does kind of seem a lot more confident now. And, and certainly it's helped. I think it's massively helped having a, an experienced player like Toby alongside him. I think that's been a real big difference uh, in kind of seeing Davinson Sanchez improve over the last few weeks. I, I know I know a lot of people, you know, where, where we try to be positive and say, you know, five wins on the trot, you know, absolutely fantastic. You know, a lot of people will say, yeah, but these you know, five opponents haven't been the best opponents. You know, it'd be very interesting now, now that we've got tonight's result. And then, of course, we, you know, we're going to go uh, to Croatia next week with a 2-0 lead. It allows Jose Mourinho now to put out his best possible 11. Um, You know, Lee, you're saying about Davinson Sanchez. Of course, we want to see Toby Alderweireld in that defence against Arsenal on Sunday. So it'd be very interesting to see who Jose puts next to him because, like you said as well, Davinson Sanchez has, has played these last four games or so. So, you know, will he play him again? Yeah, ex- exactly. That's why it's quite interesting. Hopefully, we're, you know, after the break or whatever, Crackers, we get to maybe pick our, our 11, do we? After the break for, 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 the, for the massive North London, South London derby. Whatever, yes. whatever it is nowadays. But yeah, do you know what I mean? Like we could, because the thing is, it's right, isn't it? What what would the listeners do? What what you know? Who are we going to pick here, guys and, and listeners as well against against Arsenal? Because it's a massive game, isn't it? It's massive. Oh, it's the one, isn't it? It's the trip to the dentist, as uh, Paul Hawksby calls it. You don't want to go. Totally that, but you have to. It's the trip <laughs> yeah. to the dentist, isn't totally it? Totally that, Paul Hawksby. Love him. 
<laughs> All right, but this seems a uh, opportune moment then to uh, take another break and get a preview for the upcoming uh, North v South London derby on Sunday. So don't go anywhere. Uh, we'll be back and we'll probably run through a little 11 and uh, I don't know, I might even be able to tease uh, a couple of uh, score predictions out of people as well. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Let's see, let's see how that goes. Uh, not sure. I don't, I don't know if you can ever predict the score in, in this one upcoming. And uh, yeah, exactly. It's a lot of bit lips and a lot of, oh, I don't know. But listen, don't go anywhere. We'll be back very soon. Here you go. Thanks for joining us. And uh, I mean, you're the perfect person to, to ask. Clean sheet in the first leg of a two-legged the European tie. That's all important, isn't it? That's a key point. Uh, there's a second leg to play. Uh, we expect a tough game. Obviously, it's going to be a, a different game. 2-0 is a good result, but it's not done, it's not, uh, it's not enough, so um, before that we have a derby to, to play and, and to win, hopefully, um, but, uh, but we are in a good position here. Yeah. We looked in control tonight, Hugo, I mean, you weren't really troubled that much, were you? So, um, yeah, I mean, 2-0. Yeah, it's right on the right on the edge that, right, that result at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, but we could feel on the pitch that uh, they came to get the result. Uh, they will give all the power, all the force uh, in the return leg. Uh, believe me, it's going to be tough. Uh, Croatian place, uh, it's always a difficult place to deal with, and um, but this result uh, put us in a good uh, position. Harry Kane, two more goals for us. Eh? Yes, uh, again. So he, he, he looks like he, he's attracting every ball in the box because uh, I think Coco deserved the first one because he made a brilliant uh, action. Uh, unfortunately, the ball hit the post and Harry was uh, at the right place at the right moment. It's just a period that uh, we can see he's enjoying his football and um, and he's bringing a lot, a lot, a lot of positive things to, to the team. He's all round game tonight as well, Hugo. I mean, he's everywhere, isn't he? In these forward areas. Yeah, yeah. We can see that he's um, he's enjoying his football, as I said. Uh, I think we had some up and downs during the season, individually, collectively, but uh, we come into an important period, and um, and it's important to to feel that the team is strong, because it's going to to give even more power to our talent players. Uh, to make the difference and to, to help the team. So Hugo, Arsenal on Sunday, I mean you've seen it all in this game now, what, what, how do you think about going into this one on Sunday? I think uh, it's not necessary to, to see the table, um, it's a game about pride, even more because uh, both teams uh, are not at the, the place that uh, we expected, um, but uh, we are still something to play for uh, because you know um, there's still 11 games to to go and uh, every, anything can happen we just need a run of good result um, but uh, but first of all it's just the the taste to 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 enjoy uh, the derby and the best way is, is is to win it i mean you must have played in i'm just off the top of my head over 20 of these games now you know mm. I, I know how much it means to you but this is an important game in terms of the, where we are at the moment isn't it yeah 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 so um, I, don't, I think uh, we're in a good moment uh, but uh, we have to keep our feet on the floor stay calm uh, 
have a good recovery um, and prepare the game as good as we can. We need everyone ready. Um, the team, the team, the squad is quite complete, and and we can see at uh, any training session that players want to play, players uh, want to help the team, and uh, and that's good. That's good because the mentality is up there. Right, well done. Two 0 good result. Clean sheet's all important, isn't it, in the first leg? Thank you. Yes, of course. Like you say, the the clean sheet is very important in this type of games, and uh, it's a good result for us. The first leg. What did you think about the performance, Eric? I think uh, we played well. We could play better as well, but uh, I think the the performance uh, was good, especially uh, in the first half. We dominated a little bit more. But um, the second half, the the press higher was a little bit more difficult to to play. But uh, I think we were in control. Uh, we didn't conceive uh, big chances, so I think it was a solid performance. But, but that second goal could could be important, couldn't it? Yeah, of course. The second goal is very important because it's another uh, goal, uh, and the advantage is is bigger now. So. It's a good result, like I said before, but we know it's it's not uh, over. Another good performance from you. you. You're looking good. You're feeling good at the moment. Thank you so much. Yes, I'm feeling good. Uh, I try to do my best. Uh, nothing. I'm feeling very good and uh, I'm happy tonight. The team won. This is the most important always for me, and, and we are happy tonight. So, my friend, Arsenal are next. You've been here since 2013. You know what this game's all about, don't you? <laughs> yeah, it's a massive game. Uh, we are excited, and we will take it uh, like it is uh, a derby. And uh, we know how to play these games. Uh, we are ready. Jose, well done. Two 0 good result. It just felt we we deserved a little bit more. I don't know yes, about and uh, to be a good result, we need to to qualify. <laughs> Only when we qualify. After the second leg, we can say it was a good result. But I understand what you mean. Um, to win 2-0 at home in, in the first leg is, is never a bad, a bad result, theoretically. But we could, we should, we deserved to score, I would say, one more goal and, and be in a much better position. But sometimes uh, it's better, a short result, because you keep the focus, you keep the, the concentration for the the second leg, so we have to go there, and of course, we cannot go there and and go to defend the advantage because that's a small advantage to defend. We have to go there and try to win the game. You were right about them in terms of being a tough opponent, and and they certainly closed up in the second half, didn't they? Yeah, I believe that uh, the 1-0 was the kind of result that they would like to to take home, and they did that for the whole of of the. Um, of the second half, then with the 2-0, of course, they wanted a goal, which they could in in that corner. They uh, they could would be a very strange result, 2-1 for what happened in the game, but was a result that could perfectly happen for them. But now, uh, game over, and next one is coming. Harry again, another eh? two goals. I'm yeah, 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 and not just that. Uh, the, all the work he did, uh, even important in that. Uh, defensive uh, corner, and um, we couldn't be we couldn't be happier. And uh, 
I gave some rest to some guys, but he's too important for that. In the end, he scored two goals for us. So we turn to uh, to Arsenal, and uh, I mean your first your first game at the Emirates as as a, as a Spurs head coach. Yeah. So, I mean, it's something for you to look forward to as well. Uh, it's a pretty empty stadium. We like uh, to play in full stadiums uh, in these big matches. Even away, I would I would prefer to play with uh, the stadium full of gunners. It's much more uh, uh, adrenaline, much more emotion. I would prefer that. But anyway, is. It's an important game, and uh, even if it wasn't Arsenal, and even if it was a considered normal opponent for uh, uh, the Spurs uh, world, uh, would be an important match because uh, we believe that we we have potential to be in a better position that we are now in on the table, and it's a match that we have, of course, to try to win. Yeah, I mean, we've won tonight; they've won tonight. I mean, we go there in great form. What are you expecting? We go in good form, but uh, they too. I know that in the Premier League they they have, I think, six, seven points uh, behind us, and the position is not a position in relation to their potential. But I, I focus on the potential and not on the position. And the potential is high. They have a incredible squad too. Uh, they can rotate players, and they have big squads. Uh, they play good football. We won the last match against them, but was a very difficult match to win. It's going to be hard. Harry Simeon here from the Chronicles of Aguna podcast, uh, looking ahead to Sunday's North London derby. And it's a little bit of a strange one because from an Arsenal perspective anyway, it's kind of been put on the back burner um, just for a little bit. Normally a game of, uh, of the significance of a derby would be at the front of, of everybody's mind. But right now, as Arsenal fans, we realise that the... Um, the Europa League has got to be our priority and so all attention is on the game against Olympiacos and I'm recording this uh, maybe about an hour or so before um, the game, the first leg starts against Olympiacos. Long trip back for Arsenal uh, from Greece which definitely isn't going to help and I can't help but be a little bit frustrated at the way things have worked out with Spurs being able to play at home uh, now and, and Arsenal obviously having to make that journey. So that's a little bit disappointing from an Arsenal perspective but you know, it's just one of those seasons. Everything's up in the air. Um, and in order to get the season completed and, and for things to carry on as normal, there are going to have to be some changes. So we just kind of got to accept that. In terms of how I think Arsenal will approach the game, I think Mikel Arteta will need to go out there and try and win it. You know, the pressure's on. Lost the North London derby earlier in the season. Arsenal are at home in this one as well, which adds extra pressure Um in my opinion, I know there's no fans in the stadium, but you, you always want to win the home derby, don't you? It's, it's so, so important. He's under a little bit of pressure as well, and he'll be under even more pressure if Arsenal were to um, you know, somehow crash out of Europe. So for Mikel Arteta, it's about earning credit with some of the supporters at the moment, because there are a lot out there who are a little bit concerned about his management, not quite sure whether or not we are progressing, whether or not we are going in the right direction. So... Um, yeah, it's just as big a game uh, for Mikel Arteta. But given the, the fact that the Europa League games um, are either side of it, he's kind of just got to take one game at a time. And, and I wouldn't really um, expect him to make dramatic changes to the side uh, for the game on Sunday. In terms of how I think Arsenal will line up, well, there's certain players in this Arsenal side that seem to be mainstays in the team. And I'm talking about Bern Leno. I'm talking about Kieran Tierney. I'm talking about David Luiz, Xhaka and Partey. And I'm talking about Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang and Bukayo Saka. Other than that, you might see some rotation. Um, and, 
you know, some of the players that have been coming in in recent weeks have actually shown themselves to be improving and to do a decent little job. And, you know, somebody like Willian has turned his form around a little bit recently. Uh, Nicolas Pepe, you could say the same. You know, Emil Smith-Rowe should be back as well. So it gives Mikel Arteta options in that number 10 position. Will it be him or will it be Odegaard? So really difficult to predict Arsenal's lineup. As I say, those players I mentioned I expect to play regardless of them playing tonight. But I do think uh, there'll be maybe some changes around the rest of the team. In terms of a prediction, um, it's really hard to say. You know, Arsenal could go into this game buzzing off the back of a really good result in Greece or they could go into this game uh, feeling dejected after a bad one. It's really difficult to say at this stage. Um, I know it sounds like I'm sitting on the fence a little bit, but I just think right now with the situation at Arsenal, it literally is one game at a time. And... um, you know, it feels weird and strange and, and not quite right, almost putting the the North London derby on a back burner right now. But that's how I feel as an Arsenal fan. I think a lot of Arsenal fans feel that way in the sense of, of course, it's a game we want to win. Of course, it's a game we care about. But even if we were to beat Spurs in the Premier League, would that significantly increase our chances of qualifying for next season's Champions League? I don't think so. But a Europa League victory could do just that for us. So um, it's all about priorities at the moment. And look, it's not the greatest North London derby of all time, is it? When you look at where both sides are in the league and and how their seasons have gone and how maybe their priorities are in other competitions. Uh, So it'll be an interesting one, but it doesn't seem to have that same... I don't know, it doesn't seem to carry that same significance for me uh, this time around. Mind you, my mind will probably change uh, after the Olympiacos game when all attention turns to the big one. Uh, But I'm going to, yeah, I I mean, in terms of a prediction, I think I'm going to go for a narrow Arsenal win because we're the home side and because we've got to win it because we lost the other one. Um, And Mikel Arteta, as I always say, um, has still got a lot of convincing to do to some sections of the fan base. And what better way to do that than to uh, nick three points in the North London derby. So, uh, yeah, that's my prediction. And we're back. So thank you very much for that preview. And it is on to Sunday, 4.30 at the Emirates Stadium. Arsenal versus Tottenham Hotspur. It's the one. It is the one, isn't it? So uh, uh, I know that in the uh, home game, we had some fans in the stadium, didn't we? Apparently, just all YouTubers and bloggers and vloggers were in there. That's it. Nobody else got a ticket. It was all faces, apparently. All faces in there. Yeah, you know. They said it was a ballot. It certainly it wasn't, was it? It was was, it was a ballot. It was. Honestly, take your tinfoil hat off. It was a ballot, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, just quick opportunity as uh, as uh, you're uh, crackling away, crackers. Um, happy birthday to one of our own, Jason McGovern. It is his birthday today. He'd be absolutely delighted. Front foot football, I think, uh, tonight. Um, we, we've had uh, Jose do a, um, a special video message for him that, uh, that I'm sure that I'm sure he's uh, he's absolutely loving. I think it says something along the lines of uh, uh, Jason, I'm going to be your manager for the next ten years. <laughs> uh, happy birthday, Jace. <laughs> hope you've had a good day, bud. Uh, he said, I hope your birthday is as special as I am, he said. <laughs> yeah, great shout. <laughs> anyway, enough nonsense. On to Sunday. Yes, happy birthday, Jace, from uh, all of us. And uh, hope you hope you've had a good one, pal. Excellent stuff. 
Jamie, I'll come to you. Sunday is uh, uh, is just the one you want to win, isn't it? It's the mm. first like these games are the first ones you look out for when the fixtures come out. It's the bragging rights and everything, isn't it? It's uh, I mean, it's quite nice that we're in a position that they can't catch us and overtake us as well. So that's I think that's that's quite a little sort of Brucey mm. bonus. But uh, how do you see this going? Yeah, no, I'm really excited for this one, I'll be honest. Um, I mean, I look at the Formula win at the, over the last couple of weeks and you've got to say, you know, that there is, I think we are in a really good place now. I know, you know, as, as Chris said, people will say it was only Burnley. Well, actually, only Burnley have gone and drawn with Leicester and Arsenal in the last two games and uh, only Fulham. I mean, they only went and won at Anfield. So, um, you know, I, I obviously, I, you know, I do think that we are in a really good place now and you look at, Gareth Bell, the form he's in and the form that Harry Kane's in. And when when you've got two special players like that, and of course, uh, Harry Kane, and then you look at the players around them, they're all really stepped up over the last couple of weeks. And uh, I don't I don't care who the opposition was. I genuinely believe there is a really good feeling at the club at the moment. We're in a really, really good period. So I'm looking forward to it. And I think we've got a really, really good chance of, of getting a positive result. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's a real must-win game for us, of course, um, in the race for the top four. We can't afford to drop any more points now, um, you know, especially with the run that we did go on in the last, maybe, you know, before Burnley. Um, but I'm really, really excited for it. I think, you know, as I said, with, with the likes of Gareth Bale and Harry Kane, you've got to be really excited for this one. So I'm looking forward to it. Excellent stuff. Yes. Um, Chris, um, it would suggest the way things have been with Spurs defensively, being shaky at times this season, to say the least, but looking uh, brilliant up front. And Arsenal, very similar as well, shaky at the back, but I've got a few goals in them. You would think to yourself, this could end up 5 4 5 6 11-8. So uh, tell us all about this nil-nil draw coming up at the weekend. Do you know, Craig, I, I, I think there will be a few goals in this. Uh, I, my score prediction, I'm going to go for a 3-2 Spurs win. I think the last time we won there, we won 3-2. Um, and I'm going to go for that again. Um, but I do feel confident that we will go there and get a result. You know, we need to. And like Jamie's just said, you know, we can't drop any more points in the Premier League. You know, if we are going to have any chance of finishing in that Champions League place, in that top four, then games like this, I know it's the North London derby and it's a huge game, but we've got to perform. We've got to be up for it. We've got to go there believing that we can win. I know the form book goes out the window when it comes to a North London derby and these London derbies, um, but Tottenham need to give absolutely everything. Jose Mourinho, you know, he loves to face Arsenal. He loves to play against them. He loves to wind them up. And uh, I've no doubt that, you know, the whole ice pack over Harry Kane's knee uh, this evening is a, is a bit of mind games as well. And, you know, I love all of that for, for, from a manager. Um, but, you know, we need to go there and, and we need to perform. And uh, I'm expecting goals. Um, I want Jose Mourinho to put out his strongest possible eleven, and uh, I think it's absolutely brilliant that there's no fans in there. You know, no home fans in there because you know I was very lucky to be one of those ones at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Um, you know, when there were two thousand fans. Of course, you was. You got your own YouTube channel. That's how oh, you course. got a ticket. Yeah. We all of know course, it. Yeah. Well, I, I got it from you, Crackers. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I think that at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, when we beat them 2 0, it was a great performance, a fantastic goal by Hun Min Son. But mm. I really do feel that those 2,000 fans in that stadium that day really, really helped. Um, and now to, to travel just down the road against their North London rivals, I think that 
um, it's great that they don't have any fans in there um, to give them any kind of confidence. So, you know, I, I think that we need to go there with real belief. And, you know, I think that we're going to get the three points. Yeah, absolutely. It was uh, it came through loud and clear on the telly, didn't it, Lee, with them 2,000 fans at the stadium. That, that really did help that day. So, as Chris says, it's going to be... Yeah. That, that, that's, a, that's a real bonus. I mean, look, in the grand scheme of things, you'd say you'd want the stadium full up because we'd obviously be rid of uh, everything we're going through. But we are where we are, so it, it's a good advantage, isn't it? I think so, and I think that you know, I think that there's been a lot of talk, isn't there, in the in the media with uh, with some Arteta coming out and saying there's an advantage of Spurs and vice versa. Um, I think you know, in the Europa League, I think it's an advantage if you play your away game first, personally. Um, so I think Arsenal in the Europa League will got an advantage, but I don't think anyone can deny. I know Jose is, but you know, I don't think anyone can deny that actually playing away in the Olympiacos tonight. Is, is not a, more of a pain in the backside than playing at home in North London. Like, of course, right? We, we, you know, we ain't getting in until uh, three o'clock in the morning or whatever. We, we just go to Spurs Lodge or we go home. So, you know, I think there's a little bit of an advantage there. I think the fans not being in is definitely an advantage for us. Um, there's no doubt about it. Obviously, with the Arsenal, they don't know know it's any difference because it's a library in, uh, down there anyway. So uh, they don't know it's any difference if it being uh, um, you know whether or not there's fans in there or not. Um, I actually had this down. I done my middle. I'm showing you a bit to the blue book here. I done a little mini league table um, when Crackers a couple of weeks back. You talked about the 42 points up for grabs. So I done a bit a bit of a thing, and I actually put this down as a zero points for us. So, in, in other words, as a loss. And I did that not because I thought we'd lose, although, if I'm honest, at the time, I thought we'd probably lose because, you know, it was in a very bad moment. Mm. But but also, you know, realistically, you've got to get some points balanced out somewhere. So, actually, away to Arsenal was a tough fixture. But I'm looking at our five uh, last meetings, you know, and, you know, we've, we've played them. Uh, we beat them last time out at 2-0 um, at, the, at the new lane. 2-1 at the new lane. And so there's the last two games that we've played them, we've beaten them twice. Um, the last time we played them at the Emirates, it was a 2-2. Um, uh, and then we drew 1-1 when uh, when Aubameyang missed that penalty, if you remember, at, uh, at Wembley. Um, and then before that, there's a game that we referenced earlier, when Arsenal beat us at the Emirates, 4-2. So we've actually only lost once in the last five meetings. <sighs> But I, I actually think it's a 50-50 game. Personally, I think it's a 50-50 game. Um, a little bit like the Everton game that we played in the Cup the other week. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if we lost. It wouldn't surprise me if we won. And it wouldn't surprise me if we drew. Uh, I'm actually going for... I think I'm actually going for goals in this game as well. Um, and I just think it's whether or not we make a silly mistake. I think if we can, if we can keep silly mistakes out... There will be some world-class finishes in the game. It's just which team gets the better one. And and my sneaky feeling is that Gareth Bale is going to get the winner. I just I don't know what I, I think. Maybe it's too much of a dream, but I just I, I think it, I think he's going to get an absolute worldie. I think it's going to go mad. And I think this is this is what's going to happen on the on Sunday and Mother's Day. And my word, anybody listening to this now, you're all smiling because you know you all want it to happen. I've just got a feeling that he's coming to, I don't know, he's, I mean, Kane absolutely loves scoring against this lot as well. So 
I, I think we've got more, we've got better firepower in the goat that is Son, the goat that is Kane, and the goat that is Bale. I think we've got more firepower than them. It's just whether or not we make any silly mistakes. But I've got a sneaky feeling that Bale scores a winner. What do oh, you think, boys? Love to see it. You Mate, would you? love oh my, to see come it. On. Uh, but more than that, I think you're right. If if we do this on Sunday and win, wow. What I mean, what a confidence boost that is as well. You know, it's another three points. Is it? It's going nearer the top four again, creeping near there. And you know, confidence is high. It's just going to sk- absolutely skyrocket if we come away. From there with, with all three points so uh, I'm backing us to win that Sunday I do really what do you really think the score will be crackers what what do you think uh, I mean because these 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 games are always tight aren't they even the five fours and the four fours and whatever like they've been tight like I know it sounds weird because it's so many goals but you know it's, it was a bit of a slugfest wasn't it them matches but then then you look at some of these other games I mean we went two one up didn't we and and, yeah. and then we lost four two and we lost we lost our heads and we they got into our heads and uh um this was what November eighteen or something like that, wasn't it? And they went one nil up and then we went two one up and you know we were like giving it and Eric um Eric died like yeah, I remember and we was giving it large and whatever and 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 then you know that Terrera, that little rat fella that used to run around like a rat and he used to you know he he scored. <laughs> you think how's he scoring? Are you with me though? It's like a rat, you know, it's just like so, look, they've got some decent players. I mean, that Odegaard scored for them tonight, and I think a lot of people quite like him or rate him or whatever. He's going to be a good player for them. He scored for them tonight. Like, Thomas Partey's pretty good. Um, I actually, when I say like, I don't mean it in terms of I like Arsenal players, but, you know, I respect, you know, that uh, Sacco. I think he's a good player. I think he's a really good player uh, for, for them. Aubameyang's really annoying because, you know, he can score. Uh, you know, the, you always worry, don't you, with the Spurs, uh, uh, you know, with the Tottenham uh, defence. Is there going to be a rick in it? Is there going to be a, like a mistake in there? So I don't know. I don't but, know. I'm talking myself under no illusion. Arsenal fans are just as worried about their back four as we may be as well. You know, I spoke to a couple today and they're a bit oh, like, you know, I don't really trust our back four to shut your front four out. So, uh it's finely, finely balanced. I think it's margins, isn't it? It's going to yeah. be one, your, one or two moments. You think you think as well, crackers and 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 the boys and the listeners as well. Like um, going into this game, if we win the game, we're ten points clear of Arsenal. I mean, I'm getting the mind the gap out again. Do you get me? I mean, you know that is a lot. But if they turn us over, it's only four points. So you know, it's a, it's a now, there's there's the added bonus like you said earlier they can't go above us or whatever for during this uh, um, uh, you know if we lose but if we lose I think we lose our momentum um, and and I'm just I'm a, just a little bit worried we could then go into that Villa game in the league or, or certainly the Dynamo Zagreb game excuse me um, you know uh, after the Arsenal game a little bit on the back foot if we've just been battered by Arsenal three nil. And all of a sudden, we've got to go into that Zagreb game. It, God, it changes quite quickly, don't it? So, it's a massive result. I'll take a draw right now. If you offered it to me, 100% I'll take a draw. Take a nil-nil. No, no, no. There's loads of shaking heads. No, no, I know that. I know no. you are, boys. Come on, t- talk to me and challenge me on it. I'll take a nil-nil, mate. Move on. No, I just I think if you look at the form we're in and, and you look at players like Gareth Bale and Harry Kane to really make the difference. I mean, these you know, we're not talking about players that are, you know, 
are, are just really good. These are guys that seriously can change a game by themselves. So you've really got to fancy our chances with the form that they're in. I honestly, I, I really, I'm not, I don't think I'm being, I, it's not cocky. I think I, I, I genuinely feel like I, I'm, I think it's well positioned to say I, I'm really confident for this game and I'm really looking forward to it. I think, you know, it's not, as, as we established, it's no kind of coincidence that we've come back into form with Gareth Bell coming into form. I think that he's just genuinely a player that's given the whole team a lift and that has that quality to, to kind of change a game. So that's why I'm, I'm really... I mean, they, they, they had eight shots on target tonight away in Olympiacos. Like, eight on target. That's decent. I mean, I, wa- I watched the Burnley game the other day and I know they drew 1-1, but they shouldn't have drawn that game. You know, it was a ridiculous, ridiculous goal that they gave away, which, by the way, will not happen uh, against uh, against us on Sunday. Um, it's like Alisson having a wrecking goal in it against, uh, you know, for Liverpool the other week. And you think, well, why can't they do that against us? Like, ain't going to happen. So, um, they'll probably be defensively solid. So, you know, they had an outrageous goal. And I know Burnley had a couple of good chances, but they had pinball in the bottom. I don't know if anyone saw it. The last five minutes of that game... Yeah. They should have had a handball and it was a penalty and then it weren't a penalty and then and then it was pinball and then they hit the post and it was like, they should have won the game. And, and probably stats-wise, they should have won it as well. So, I, I don't know. I just yeah, I hate it. this fixture. So, it's like, <laughs> like you say, I hate this fixture. I'm, I've turned my... All of a sudden, I've gone from a battle scoring a winner to actually, I'm going to get my teeth pulled out and, uh, you know, we're going to end up losing 4-0. <laughs> it's like, it's horrible. Though, I hate it. We, I can't... I, I'm we, a nightmare. We don't need to give them any respect at all. They are a mid-table team. And that is not, you know, being being nasty about it. You know, they're sitting in 10th place. They are officially a mid-table team. You know, for me, they're no better than Burnley, Crystal Palace or, you know, any of these teams. You know, it is not the Arsenal of old. It is not the place uh, that, that we should be fearing to go anymore. Um, yes, we've, we've had a couple of dreadful results in Premier League history away at the Emirates or away at Highbury. Um, but... It is not the team it used to be. Um, they haven't got uh, the manager that they used to have um, or the records they used to have. They are officially a mid-table team. They don't look very good. Uh, you know, they've lost uh, 11 out of 27 in the Premier League. They've won 11. You never know what you're going to get with them. Um, you know, their fans must be equally as frustrated because, um, you know, they, they turn up, you know, like they're, they're 1-1 against Burnley after we just battered them 4-0. Um, you know, they've had some mediocre results uh, this this season. And I think that Tottenham need to put huge pressure um, on them and start. It's all about the start for me in this game. You know, you need to go with grit, determination and, and you know, desire to win in this game. You know, I want to see some bookings. I want to see the yellow card out constantly. I want to see those tackles flying in. And I want, you know, Tottenham Hotspur to mean business in this game. Good stuff. Love that, Chris. Bit of fighting talk there. Super stuff. Well, listen, I think we're uh, just about done here now. Uh, just leaves me to say a big thank you to uh, Jamie. Jamie B, thank you very much once again for your uh, considered analysis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was really, really good game to, uh, to analyse tonight. I think, uh, as we said, a really, really good scoreline for Spurs. Really good performance and... Um, I am, I'm really looking forward to the weekend. As I said, I think we're in a really good place right now. I think we've got, you know, players coming right into form at the right time. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm actually, I didn't give my score predictions. I'm going to go for a 3-1 to Spurs. And I think yes. um, Lee's right. Bear will get the winner. Ditto, ditto, ditto. I'm with you. Chris Carlin swinging at the end there. Loved that. When all John Wenham on us. It was come out swinging. Boisterous. Loved it. Thank you very much.
Thank you very much, Crackers. Always a pleasure to talk to you, especially after another Tottenham Hotspur win. Good stuff. And finally, tonight we've had a bus reversing sound. We've had a steam train <laughs> sound. We've had a dog barking sound. We've even had a rat sound. He's a man of a thousand voices. Mr. Lee McQueen, thank you very much. Cheers, Crackers. Cheers, boys. Loving it, listeners. And uh, all I will finish off with saying is, next stop, Woolwich Arsenal. Woo-hoo! <laughs> Brilliant. All right. Listen, everybody, thank you once again for downloading and listening in, tuning in, as we used to say back in the day. The good stuff. Please keep safe and well. Please try and enjoy Sunday. Uh, please give your mum a ring or your uh, significant matriarchal uh, person in your life uh, on Sunday. Don't forget that, OK, and amongst all the madness of the North London derby and uh, do enjoy it. Enjoy the win. Enjoy the bow winner. That's what you've got to do Sunday. OK, here we go. This is it. This is the one we all want. Sunday, D-Day, as always, come on you Spurs. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.